college football viewership way up. I said this yesterday, and I, I believe it, that college football, especially with the 12-team playoff, will rival the NFL. So I'm curious, since we have a lot of people on board today, you, are you NFL fans, yay or nay, and could you see college football being as big as the NFL? Because the NFL is the monster. I can tell you from working from ESPN, you wanted to get your Saturday stories in as quick as possible because they were going to be pushed off of the front page of ESPN.com by about 9 a.m. Sunday morning, if not earlier. It was going to be all NFL. And if you want to check out ESPN.com this weekend, you'll see the same thing. The college football coverage is going to be pushed off. Of course, all they run is AP stories now, but that's a whole different story. Caleb, uh, talk about some tweets that we put out there. And if you want to put them up on the screen, we can. But do you think that college football can be as big as the NFL? Because there are some recent tweets in terms of ratings that believe that very well could be the case. Why? Caleb? Yeah, so this comes from Michael Mulvihill, who is the insights and analytics guy for Fox Sports. So he brought up that big noon Saturday, which the Big Ten has, and this is something that's common. One of the longstanding traditions of college football, Dave, and you know this dating back to since TVs, since cable TV became a thing, there was this belief that people like night games and not noon games. Not true. People love noon football. They do. And the Big Ten made that bet, and it's paying off. Their Big Noon Saturday average is up 9% from last year, 25% from 2021. And, yeah, and it's up 14% at 11 a.m., the kickoff show for Big Noon, most growth of any pregame show. Now, another point brought up from Mulvey Hill is that through week eight, the year-over-year -year trend for all college football is now 14% above last year. And the five-year trend, 29% growth over five okay. years. Okay, let me ask you why. Why is that the case? Is it the NFL has done something that has led people in their weekends to spend more time with college football? Or is it college football has done something? Because that's my question. I think it's pretty simple. I think college football was in a very dark period in the 2010s, largely because there was so it was Alabama and Clemson were so head and shoulders above the rest of the country in college football during that time. And I think finally you're seeing more parity brought to it. And so you see, I mean, this is, I think the reason it's so up this year is I, I'm just going to be honest. This is the most wide open year since 2007. There are, we are almost at the end of October, Dave. And there are probably 20 teams that still could make the college football playoff right now. You're usually to about eight or nine at this time of year in a regular year for the college football playoff. You're at 20 right now. And I think it might be more than that. And so these regular season games carry huge magnitude. The Penn State Ohio State game last week was gigantic in that regard. Penn State is still in the hunt, but they now have to play catch up and hope they get a little help along the way. And Check out. Check out this number. Despite its continued ratings dominance, and they are still dominating the NFL, viewership declined for the 2022 regular season. Okay. Across all viewing sources, the average audience was 16.7 million compared to 17.1 million. So it is declining for whatever reason. And I think 
part of it is that it's so expensive to go to a game you don't have that connection with the team so that you watch them on TV when you can't go to the games or it's an away game. It's so incredibly expensive to go to games. Now, college football may soon get in that realm, too, and may may be really close to it. I also wonder, too, I, I know this has been a long time, and I don't want to turn this into a political conversation, but the Colin Kaepernick thing, I think, did turn a lot of people off and the kneeling thing. And there are a lot of people I know that were huge NFL fans would dress up head to toe and support their NFL team. And when the kneeling thing happened, they wrote it off forever. You think that still has an effect or is that a reach? Cause that's now been what, like uh, eight years. I think that had an effect in 2017. I don't think it has an effect anymore. Um, and I think the reason it doesn't have an effect anymore is, I mean, the, the data came out and then the NFL just exploded in ratings in 2018 and 2019. Here's what happened with the Colin Kaepernick thing. The kneel down thing happened in 2016. ESPN and networks realized it was ratings gold for them on the talk shows to talk about the kneeling. So they showed all the players kneeling in 2017, which is, and then of course, as we know, whatever you think about it, Donald Trump saw this kind of as a political opportunity. So he jumped in on it himself. Right. And so it became a massive division. The NFL, rightly, and I think they did this smartly, got it right. They finally went to the networks and said, hey, you guys want us to carry games on your network in the future? You better stop showing this stuff. You better stop even promoting it. Don't talk about it. And I think that was a big deal because let's be honest. Yes, it's good for the ESPN talk shows, but it's not good for the Sunday night football or the Monday night football game on ESPN with the ratings. And I think they finally realized they stopped talking about it and it helped the ratings after that. I'll give you two reasons. Nobody watches a sporting event when the stands are empty. Okay, that that's proven. That and it's not just the fact that there's lack of interest in in person and on television. It's that you see empty stands and it's a bad visual. You can always tell when that's the case because the crowd won't pan up to the fans. Okay, so that's a proven thing that television executives know. On the flip side, when you see Neyland Stadium going bat stuff crazy, don't you get a little bit excited? Don't don't you think that, hey, this is fun to watch, or you see some other program, or you see Texas going crazy to play Alabama, or that sort of thing? I think you do. And the other thing is Gary Danielson said, he told us, that uh, the, the college game is bastardized, is the word he used, by the fact that offensive linemen are allowed to release on passing plays and essentially block downfield. Maybe it is. Maybe that's not pure football. But let me tell you something. It's more fun to watch. It is. I mean, look it? At, and, and it is. It, it absolutely is. And look at NFL like betting lines, for instance. Over under in NFL games are in the 30s and the 40s. If it are, if like the Iowa Minnesota under last week, the Iowa scores are a commonplace in the NFL. <laughs> you know what I mean? When we make fun of Iowa. And that's a problem. The other issue, I think, I think one of the things that is hurting the NFL this year, if it's down this year, and guys, we're everything's relative. NFL's still king. Like it's still the king of, of kings. It's one thing that helps the NFL, but Dave, I think it's hurting it right now, which is this. The NFL has always been helped by the fact that every team, no matter who you root for, with one good offseason can become a Super Bowl contender. I mean, there's so much parity. But I think there's so much parity now. I think it's gotten to a point where it's hard to create narratives because every team is almost on an exact even playing field. Yeah, that's a great point. 
I mean, there's no story as good as the the Patriots were, whether you liked them or hated them right yeah, now. You need a villain. And, uh, yeah, great point. And I think you're going to see more parity in college football because of the transfer portal, uh, because of NIL money. I don't think you're ever going to see a program anywhere close to as dominant as Alabama has been. And I'm including Georgia in that, who I believe is at the top right now.